What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This episode of the Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy Podcast is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Don't know about MyBookie? They are redefining the gaming scene for both sports betting and online casino games. Sign up at MyBookie.ag using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN to claim a deposit match up to $1,000. That is right, $1,000. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here and it is Tuesday morning. Max, the Rams may have a shaky field goal kicker, but the Bucks have a shaky quarterback. Oh my God! Yeah, and Brady looked like a like a rookie out there. Not not quite a rookie, maybe like a first year or second year guy. He he looked shaken up. He he looked like he was a little bit cautious. I told you though, the the when he was throwing the when, when Arians called for him to throw those long bombs. He looked nervous as hell when he was doing those dink and dunks. He was tearing the Rams defense apart. It was just like shredding them up. And then just like, oh, no, no, toss, toss it down the field. You can be Jalen Ramsey. You can do it. No, no, you can't. <laughs> I mean, maybe the Brady of old again, like he, he's still got the arm strength to throw it down the field. But his accuracy drops off significantly. Like, uh, yeah, I, I mean, good. I'll say good win by the Rams. Uh, we were talking in, in the pre-show. I am worried about the kicker. I was worried about the kicker yesterday when I was talking about the Rams. Um, and maybe they just need some young ho. That's it. They need some young ho. They need some young ho. Back from death's door, Sex Panther. Uh, you know, before I even get into last night's game, just let me say, fuck you guys. Okay. I, I listened to yesterday's show and the opening, and I, I could just hear the sincerity and the compassion out of the max that you you guys just I, I'm dry heaving over the, the you know porcelain throne and you guys are just throwing me under the bus. So 
just just fuck you guys really i love you guys so much um you know the rams actually dominated that game statistically when you look at it the, the bucks ended up with like 250 yards of total offense Brady through the 48 times and still only mustered 215 yards both quarterbacks had their share of interceptions so turnovers have been kind of a theme all weekend but that that buccaneer defense is maybe not as elite as we thought and those forward because they're both going to make the playoffs i know arch believes running backs don't matter but really you guys can't even try to run the ball for the 79 yards rushing between both offenses that's pathetic even by like chicago bear standards oh what's going on rich yeah, I think that they both were pretty solid defenses against the run, though. So it's no surprise that both teams tried to throw the ball. You can do that to Tampa Bay. It's really difficult to run on them. But uh, I'm glad to finally get a uh, get back on the winning side being on the Rams yesterday. So that was good to see. I was happy when Brady threw that second interception at the end <laughs> of the game. But then I thought, well, they're going to get the ball back and uh, go ahead and down and get that field goal. And, you know, Brady will get the ball after the coin toss, go down and score a touchdown. And you know, you're playing through all those scenarios in your mind. So you're happy when the clock ticks to zero zero. So uh, that's where I'm at today. Back on the winning side. You won. I won. I'm like a closing pitcher, baby. I forget about yesterday. On to today. Yes, yes. On to today. Let's forget what we did on Sunday. Well, well, Arch won as well, and so did I. I bet the over. Oh, yes, right. You did bet that. (laughs) I'm glad you bullied us into taking that that other the other total. You see what happens when you all show up. You win. Oh, sorry, Panther. Oh, (laughs) what 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 was it? It ended up being fifty-one. Right? Was the final? It was twenty-seven, twenty-four. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yes, I'm really glad you just you put your foot down and said, no, we're taking this total. We're taking the 48. Yeah. <laughs> well, because, I mean, if it was 48 and a half, then you would have lost. I would have lost. So I'm saying. I'm, yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> you guys can't even tell when I'm being sincere anymore. I am not. I knew you were being sincere. You had it by 0. 0.25. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was way off. Way, way off. Listen, it, it, it doesn't say pinnacle at the top of our page. It does, like I don't, the pinnacle is is secondary to me. My bookie sets the tone for my lines because they're the ones that sponsors us. So when they say forty eight, I'm going with the forty eight. It's go. also where you bet. So I mean, that's really I mean, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Which is ironic because here I am in Jersey right. with all these options, literally a sports book fifteen minutes away from my house, and I go with our sponsors. No, no one else wants to give give us money to talk about their books. I'm not going to talk about them. Screw them. Young Ho them. Young Ho them. (laughs) Exactly. All right. We got some early NFL lines to look at. Max, what's jumping out at you? Let us talk about Arizona Uh at New England. What is that line, Mr. Arch? What is that beautiful line for Arizona? Oh, it's minus two and a half. No, no, it shifted to three. Okay, we're no, no, it's still two and a half. Oh, man. Oh, it's two and a half. It's our favorite line, right? Everybody's favorite line. Whenever you see two and a half, Run for the hills. It's a bad omen. Usually leads to traps. We're talking about a road team as a favorite. Heading east into New England for a 1 p.m. game. And next week's game, the following game for Arizona, is a divisional game against the Rams. That is a lot to worry about if you're Arizona. I, I think the Cardinals are much like the Seahawks here, where stellar play by their quarterback masks a lot 
of deficiencies. Arizona's defense has a ton of problems. And you'd say that Murray bails them out with some insane plays on offense. For New England, do you guys get the feeling that that was their last stand? Right? I mean, Houston, that, that, that was that they had to win that Houston game for them to have any chance. I mean, much like a horror movie, I kind of refuse to believe the Pats are ever actually dead. Yeah. But that loss to Houston certainly felt like a nail in the coffin there. Uh, Patriots defense struggled. I use the word struggled to contain Deshaun Watson. And I mean, you don't think they're not going to struggle against Kyler Murray as well? I think he's going to present the same type of problems. And in fact, uh, I, I argue that Kyler Murray has has the better uh, wide receiver. You know? oh, too bad. Uh, too bad the Texans don't have a wide receiver like Kyler Murray has. <laughs> By the numbers, though, I I like Arizona here. Uh, there's a lot to worry about. But I think they can go on the road and win by at least a field goal here. I certainly don't love it, but as early lines go, Arizona's got my pick right now. I don't hate it. Um, I, I don't like you know going on the road, and you still have the, the whole question mark about the hoodie, and he just doesn't strike me as the kind of guy to pack it in. He'll put something together uh, to keep trying to win. But as far as them making the playoffs, yeah, they're they're done. They they're not getting in. Uh, Arizona, I mean, that defense has been pretty bad all season, but I don't know if we can trust Cam Newton and that New England offense to generate enough offense to score with the Cardinals. So I think the Cardinals do win this game. I agree with Max, and I would probably be leaning that way. I just, there's some games on there I like a lot better. I'm not sure that this is one of my favorite games to bet, but I definitely am going to lean Arizona. I agree with Max. They're going to have a hard time containing Kyler Murray. They're going to have a hard time just in general containing the running game. Their New England's defense is 21st against the run, and the Arizona offense is the second-best rushing team. On the flip side, you're going to see a very similar thing, though. The Arizona defense is 23rd against the run versus the fourth-best rushing offense. So I think the one thing you might want to look at here is the total, too. If everybody's going to be running the ball constantly, then there's a good chance maybe the game goes under. So uh, that's something I'd be looking at. But I agree with both of you. I, right now, I have Arizona as a bet, too. Only thing I'm a little concerned with, though, is they're coming from the desert and a dome to outside. And, you know, I don't know what the weather conditions are going to be like on, on Sunday. Opened at 48, 48 and a half, and now it's 49 in that total. So it's going up. It's huh? going up, yep. And a I'm, game where they right multi right run. Yeah, I'm right there with, with, with that one, I feel. Uh, let's see. I have 49.93 is my total. It's it's right there. Technically, I'm over, I guess. Yeah, technically, yeah. Uh, you probably see a lot like last night, probably something along the lines of 27-24. The, the offenses are good enough. This comes down to Arizona's defense. If they could just even be mediocre, they'd win this game handily. But they'll give New England many opportunities to score. Yeah. I would definitely lean Arizona here as well. I don't think I'm going to pull the trigger on them, but I'm I'm, I'm going to lean them for sure. I know that. I just think it's going to get worse. Like I, so, some of the things I try to do is I try to predict which games I feel the lines are going to get worse. And I think as this week goes on and the narratives around New England and and the, what what happened with Sean Watts, I feel like this line is going to get worse. It's weird that it opened at three and is at two and a half, but maybe that's just some 
book had a three. Yes, early Boston line. Yeah, there Boston you go. Uh, next one up for me, Carolina at Minnesota. Mm. So after that home loss to Dallas, I, the Vikings should just pack up their shit and call it a season. Mike Zimmer's already started pointing the finger at his young defense in order to deflect some of his overall just bad coaching decisions. Uh, I don't think he'll be fired this year. But when you lose games like that, like the Vikings have this year, not just Dallas, but if you lose games like the Vikings have this year, especially with that talent on offense, you just you got to be in the hot seat, honestly. I do feel that if you had to pick one reason that this team is struggling, it's Kirk Cousins. And I'm not talking about his play. Kirk Cousins actually played pretty well. He's, he's having a pretty good season. He's fucking contract, though, man. You're paying this dude superstar money, and he's not a superstar. And as a result, the Vikings had to shed a ton of their great defensive personnel. That's what put them in this situation. You got to remember a couple of years ago, that Vikings defense was stellar. And now it's a goddamn joke. You look at Adam Thielen now, he's on the COVID-19 list, so that's not going to help matters much, and not going to help matters on my fantasy football team either, motherfucker. You look at Carolina, Ter- Teddy Bridgewater just missed the game, and they still won. <laughs> they won convincingly without Bridgewater against the Lions, but still, they won. He was actually ready to play. He said he was ready to go. He was medically cleared, and Matt Rule opted to just give him another week off because they don't want to mess with the future. They gave him an extra week off, so... He's not going to have any issues heading into this Sunday game. I think Bridgewater is going to be ready to go. I want to say that my bold predictions for money lines probably done for the year. I'm probably <laughs> done with the money lines. But if you told me next Monday that the Vikings lost to Carolina, I wouldn't blink an eye. I would not blink an eye at all. I'm going to take the points here. If anything, I think Minnesota wins this game one, two points, maybe. So I think this line's a bit too much. I like Carolina getting those points. The problem I have with Minnesota, well, really for both teams, but Carolina acts like they want to win, they want to play, but they have nothing to play for. There, there's no playoffs in their future for either team. Um, you know, maybe they want to, Carolina especially, want to sell themselves as a destination, get some free agents that want to come over and help this team. And they've actually been remarkably competitive considering they've had what I consider uh, the best player in football, my apologies to Patrick Mahomes, but Christian McCaffrey's been out a vast majority of the season, and they've still been competitive in all their games. The Vikings offense, I mean, when you're putting up 30 points relatively consistently and you still manage to lose seven games, um, that's all on your defense. And whether it's Kirk Cousins' fault or the Vikings' fault for giving them that money or whatever, they've got to fix that defense. I don't think I can touch this game just because – I don't see any incentive for them to even want to play. At, at this point, if I was on either one of those teams, I'm just trying to get through the season without getting injured. But, um, yeah, this, this is a non-bettable game. I'd probably lean Carolina just because they're getting the points. Hey, Panther, yeah, real quick, try- just real quick. When the Carolina with McCaffrey played Mahomes, what happened? I'm, look, I love I'm just Mahomes. saying. I'm just saying. I'm just, I, I love Mahomes, but McCaffrey is an absolute – Oh, absolute- he got mad and left, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> For the season, they say the most important ability is availability, and much like Panther, Caffrey's not available that often. <laughs> a running back. You're actually you know, going to take a running uh, back over the Super Bowl. Yeah. The, the Carolina team has struggled against teams that can run the ball. 
And the one thing that Minnesota can do, or at least Dalvin Cook can do, is run the ball. So I would think that this will be a tough matchup for the Carolina Panthers. The problem is it's a tough matchup betting on Minnesota. So I probably would be inclined to lean Carolina, but I'm going to stay far away from this game, aside from maybe having Dalvin Cook in a fantasy lineup. Gotcha. Early lean. When I run these games, I don't get, I don't run the full the full depth that I do before for the uh, Saturday show. It looks like Carolina. I'm I'm, I'm definitely leaning that way. But real quick, Minnesota could win by five. Is what it spit out real fast. It's not out of the realm of possibility. So what I'd like to see is just getting a little bit bigger. Let's get it up to five, and then I think I can bet Carolina. All right, last one up for me. Let's talk about Miami. At the New York Jets. So in yesterday's show, someone, I'm not gonna I'm gonna name names. Someone said, let's temper expectations. And they also said, I'm not waving the white flag on Miami here, but maybe I won't be too eager to bet on them. Well, what a difference a day makes. <laughs> a day later, <laughs> I am eager to bet on Miami <laughs> this week against the Jets. I uh, yes, okay. So New York's offense. They've done better the past few weeks with Flacco at QB. They moved the ball much better, especially in that second half against the Chargers. But that Chargers defense, man, that's incredibly banged up. Miami's defense is going to actually put pressure on the quarterback here. Ryan Flores, I know he's going to go back to Tua as his, his starter this week. But isn't it nice to know that if your starting quarterback struggles, you just happen to have this backup quarterback who was top in the league in QBR before being benched? Mm. So it's, it's, a, it's a nice safety blanket to have. I think Miami wants to make a playoff run. I think they want to win this game. Uh, the questions at QB, a little bit concerning, especially when you're trying to cover seven points. But I think Miami shows up for this one. It's a divisional game. I think they're going to just absolutely toss the Jets out of the Meadowlands here. Seven, a lot of chalk to eat for a road favorite. But I think for, for this this Miami team against this Jets team, it's absolutely manageable. I think this is going to get worse as the week goes on. So I, I would probably just take it at the at the seven before you're looking at a hook added in there too. Yeah, you look at the um, NFL schedule and it's just riddled with road favorites. Like you, you can't really get away from it this week. But this is one of them that stands out. Max hit it on the head. That The Jets scoring you know 26 points last week is really more of an indictment on that charger defense than a celebration of the jets finding some magical offense the dolphins defense is way better uh, the jets have no incentive to win they're you know suck for that first pick whether it's lawrence or somebody else but i i agree i think it probably will get worse um you know miami is way better than the jets I and mean, they do want to make the playoffs they're sitting in a great spot uh, especially when you look at the other teams ahead of them or that or that are fighting with them. For example, the Ravens have to take on the Steelers. So they, they really need to win these types of games against lesser opponents. So I'd probably be jumping on the Jets or I'm sorry, the Dolphins right now because before it gets worse. I think that the uh, they might be better off if they want to make the playoffs actually starting Fitzpatrick. The offense looks like it sputters. If you think back, for the three games that Tua started, the defense did a lot of the heavy lifting in two out of the three games. In the game against Denver, the defense really didn't do a lot of the heavy lifting. 
Locke started 0 for 6 with the interception. They got up 7 to nothing, and it pretty much stalled from there until Fitzpatrick got back in the game. Tua looks like he floats a lot of passes to me. Like, he doesn't put a lot of zip on his ball. Like, he's aiming everything. But So, I, I think – the Miami defense is likely to be the difference here. The Jets are just five games away. I know they got six games left in their season, but somewhere Jacksonville is sneaking another win uh, from Trevor Lawrence. They're not motivated to play other than to to get that number one pick. I think Miami's probably the play here in, in laying seven before it goes to seven and a half. All right. Got it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement. I can't believe I want to take a road favorite in a divisional game but jesus this is where we're at i think the dolphins can cover the seven i've got a hard ceiling though it looks like right about eight and you can't go over eight but it looks like seven is definitely doable max where would i put my money for the dolphins minus seven Mm. if you're into early betting yeah you can head over to my boogie oh wow Yes, you can. You can do early bets. It's right there. Just open up your phone, mybookie.ag. Use the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN when you sign up. Make sure you do that. Because whether you are new to online sports betting or a seasoned pro, MyBookie strives to create the absolute best online betting experience for all of their customers. So easy to use, right? Um, just said it. Open up your phone. You're right there. You're right there. You deserve to bet with the best. As I mentioned, sign up using the promo code AbsoluteDGen. You claim a deposit match dollar for dollar all the way up to $1,000. It's a bonus designed to give you a little help and a head start to a winning season. Promo code AbsoluteDGen for you to claim your bonus when you make your deposit. Be ready for these early bets. Guys, we got, we got three games on Thanksgiving. You want, you want to sign up now for my book. You want to be ready for Thanksgiving football. You're going to be at home, maybe with your family, maybe not. Who knows? Maybe traveling, maybe not. Who knows? But there's one thing that's certain. You can bet on football on Thanksgiving, and it's glorious. Now, back to your regular schedule of degeneracy. That's right. All right, Max gave us his thoughts. Panther, what's jumping out at you? Well, I think we're going to jump on another one of these road favorites with a touchdown line. But, uh, you know, Cleveland's going to Jacksonville, and, and this actually is probably the worst matchup that Jacksonville could face because Cleveland – actually has, in my opinion, statistically it's not there, but they actually have the the best running game because it's not induced by quarterback play like a Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson. They've got that one-two punch behind Chubb and Hunt. And if that's not enough, Jacksonville's pass defense is god-awful. Worst in the league. Just, Just awful. So Baker Mayfield could have a heyday. I think Cleveland fighting for the playoff spot that they're in that they just put up a bunch of points. I'm loving Cleveland here. Minus the seven. Seven. Wow. Um, I have this a little bit closer. I, I don't disagree with what you're saying, but again, this is road favorite. Just, it, it just wears on you after a bit. Uh, I have this a uh, closer to five Cleveland winning this one on the road by about five, um, maybe six. Uh, if you round up, probably like twenty-six to twenty is where I'm. I'm getting this at. So it's a little too close for comfort for me. I would probably lean Jacksonville w- with that amount of uh, points. Uh, but I mean, they just got whooped up. Jacksonville just got whooped the fuck up. So who who knows what's going on with uh, Luton Free over there, the Gardner? Who I don't know what the hell they're going to do over there. So I I don't hate it. But again, if I, if I'm eating that much chalk on Miami, I don't think I can eat that much chalk on Cleveland too. 
this game is going to come down to gluten free and what he can do because you can't really run that well against the Cleveland defense and Jacksonville really just can't run the ball that well overall. So that's going to put a lot of pressure on the young quarterback who's going to get uh, pressured a lot by the Cleveland defense. I expect him to make some mistakes. So it might be another Cleveland defense play in fantasy football. I have Cleveland covering this game. I think it could be one of the easier covers of the weekend too. So Ooh. I probably lean in Cleveland. You guys are leaning into the Cleveland steamer. Got it. Yeah, well, I mean, the way I was going last week, boy, you guys better load the F up on Jacksonville. (laughs) I'm going to lean Jacksonville here. I've got them. It's right there. I'd love love a little bit more wiggle room, but I don't think we're going to get it. It looks like my bookie opened it at seven and then shot it down to six and a half. Uh, So I'm going to lean Jacksonville there. I mean, Cleveland has a massive road favorite. Uh, I don't know about that. All right, Panther. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one of the things I wanted to try and find for the D-chens, and there's not a lot of them out there, but I'm trying to find you an underdog. I'm trying to find you a possible money line play, and I only see like two on the board. The first one is the Tennessee Titans going to the Indianapolis Colts. Colts got that big win against the Packers where they were the favorite. Again, Vegas trying to drop some knowledge. But Tennessee, you know, they got that big win last week as well. So I like Tennessee getting four points here. Um, going into Indianapolis, you know, they got, they got Derrick Henry going. Tannehill played a lot better. So I'm liking Tennessee plus the four here. Yeah, me too. I, I, I do like this. I think, um, I mean, I have Indianapolis winning by a field goal. <laughs> so not a ton of wiggle room there with three and a half or four. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think divisional game, they tend to be closer. I'm, I'm, guys, I'm still not sold on Indianapolis. I mean, really, I, I know they, they, they beat up on the frauds. They, they, they beat the frauds. But that number one defense did not look like the number one defense. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm still not sold on the Colts here. The Titans were on our fraud list as well. Man, this is a league of fucking frauds. <laughs> it's 2020. Welcome to that. <laughs> sounds like a Marvel movie. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you, Panther. I, I will lean the Titans here, too. I think uh, four is a tad bit too much there. So let me get this straight. I'm looking for a money line for you, so I'm going to take Tennessee plus four. Kind of doesn't make sense to me. But I'm looking at this game, and I think the one thing that the Indianapolis defense is good at is stopping the run. And Tennessee has had a hard time running against teams that are pretty good at stopping the run. See the Chicago Bears game. I think even though he got his yards, but he didn't really score a touchdown. I'm looking at this game, and I think where the weakness is going to be is that Tennessee defense cannot stop the pass. Phillip Rivers is going to have a big day. That's going to put a little bit more pressure on Tannehill, who has not been the Tannehill we've become accustomed to lately. So I think that the team that's going to win this game and cover is the Colts. Mm, Okay. I'm uh, I'm definitely thinking Tennessee here. Plus the points. I, I don't know if I'm going to bet it or not, but I kind of want to see where it settles too. But I, I'm going to be hard pressed not to bet them come come Saturday. All right, Panther, got another game you said? Yeah, another game, another potential money line play. You see, when when I make a bet, Rich, I actually say I make a bet, and when I'm gathering knowledge before Saturday's show, then I'm looking at potential money line play. So that's how that works. Um, but you know. The Chargers going to Buffalo. This is two really, really bad defenses. And I I like the way Justin Herbert's been playing. Buffalo's been really 
uh, inconsistent. And that's what I don't like about them. But the other thing I'm looking at here is just the, the sheer number of points. I want to see what happens with the public and money on this game. I think there's a chance the Chargers could win this game outright. But even so, at this point, I'm loving five and a half points. I like the Chargers here. Don't you, Max? I mean, I like them. I don't love them. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, like my my metrics say that this is super close. Like, honestly, it, technically it's 25-25 is how I have this. So really taking five and a half, yeah, it's, it seems like a no-brainer here. But same thing, like L.A. traveling – out to the East Coast, right? Uh, well, to the East, uh, playing playing against a Buffalo team that you, you never know what they're going to do, and you never know what the Chargers are going to do. The, char- the Chargers were beating the hell out of the Jets and let the Jets come back. I mean, how do you how do you trust any of that? So, yeah, I do. I like I like the five and a half. I think it makes total sense. But you're dead on balls accurate there. I need to see what the money and public are going to do on this one. I need to see if there's any line change throughout the week. This is not something that I want to jump on early. This might be something I'll probably circle on Saturday when we, when we do that show. I think right now the line is just about right. Right around six is the number where I think Buffalo is going to win by. The problem in this game is going to be the the Chargers defense against the team coming off a bye. you got a Southern California team heading into Buffalo don't know what the weather is going to be like there, but it could be kind of ugly for a, South, a Southern California team. I think coming off the bye, uh, Josh Allen and crew will be in in a much better position. They have some chance to maybe work on some of the defensive problems and fix them. So I, I think right now I probably would lean Buffalo. Hmm, okay. Yeah, I have uh, Buffalo winning by right about five. So it's right on the line. I'll probably end up taking chargers taking a flyer on them unless that line movement gets crazy uh, it opened at five at pinnacles five and a half now it looks like roughly the same at my bookie so let's get that up to six and then yeah let's let's bet the chargers you good panther yep that's all i wanted to talk about richard anything jumping out at you well if you want a money line i think that you know people probably overreacted a little bit to the cowboys beating minnesota uh, Alex Smith is not going to make a lot of mistakes. The offense looks much better in Washington under him than it has in a while. And they clearly have the better defense than the Cowboys. It could be a Thanksgiving money line that you can take right there. Yeah, I was avoiding uh, talking about the Thanksgiving games because I figure we're going to talk about them all in depth tomorrow. Uh, but as a sneak preview, if you want to get it early, a day early, <laughs> two yes. days early, whatever. Um I like Washington. I do. I, I like Washington here, but it is it is razor thin. Like this line is what three? Three have it? Yeah. I have Dallas winning by three. <laughs> so I mean, like it's I'm playing for a push at this point in time. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think this is gonna be a fun matchup. Like I, I really do. Like uh, you know, for for NFC East, we, we shit on it a lot. I'm more interested in the NFC East right now than I am the NFC West. <laughs> I really, I really want to see what happens in the East uh, because there, there's some teams that are playing better football, and there's teams that I think that are better than they actually are. There's three out of four teams in the NFC East that I really do think could be playing better than their record says, as opposed to the NFC West, where I think there's three teams in the NFC West that are probably playing better than their, you know, their their record actually should be. So I think it's almost a flip flop there. 
I think this is going to be a fun matchup. I, I do give the slight edge to the uh, potato skins right now. And it's really kind of a must win for both of them because uh, honestly, five or six wins is probably going to win that division. And I foresee the Giants uh, beating the Bengals. So this is, uh, you know, to keep pace, it's kind of a must win for, for both of them. But um, yeah, I, I agree. I think Washington's the play. Alex Smith just gives them that leadership in the huddle, the on-field general. He's not that explosive playmaker, but he just doesn't beat you. He doesn't make those mistakes, self-inflicted wounds. So, yeah, I like the red, uh, the potato skins <laughs> better than the Cowboys here. Hey, I think I'm going to bet the football club, too. Dallas is going to win by less than a point. So, <laughs> yeah. Football One last there. quick thing. Yeah. The, uh, I think the Rams could be the, the biggest uh, winner against the spread. They're coming off that nice win last night. They're clearly in a much better position right now than the San Francisco 49ers. They're in a position to win the West. And in order to do that, they're going to have to beat the bad teams in front of them. Right now, San Francisco's a bad team. I think the line I see is four. I don't no. think there's – is that the line? Right? No, no. It's, it's, it's been skyrocketing. Six and a half was the consensus 10 minutes ago. Now it's seven and a half. Uh, see, that four was too little, huh? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Well, even at, even at seven, I, I think the Rams probably win. And a half. And a half. Yeah, I, t- I tell you, man. I think I think as soon as the soon as that whistle blew at the end of that game, that that line just started shooting up <laughs> for, for the Rams. Yeah, uh, Rams struggled against the Niners last time they played, and the Niners kind of whooped up on them. I think this is a, a different team mentally. Um, I was messaging with Arch. I, I read some uh, really cool stories about uh, Aaron Donald oh, yeah. and and uh, their defensive coordinator, and just how Aaron Donald just he's the fucking perfect professional. Like he's the type of guy that you want anchoring that defense. When uh, McVay approached Donald about bringing in a new defensive coordinator, he says, well, you know, I want your input on it. And Donald just looks at, he's like, I just want to be coached. And so they brought in this defensive coordinator who was a stickler for, you know, the fine details of things. And Donald slipped up just ever so slightly on something. And the, the coordinator's like, run it back. And Donald's like, oh, shit, yeah, no problem. I had ran it back perfectly. And that's the type of thing is like, you know, once people saw that this, this you know, defensive coordinator could have such pull on Donald, everyone started going in in line and following, following toe. That defense, ever since I'd say probably about three weeks ago, four weeks ago, I think w- w- when, they were, when they were getting their asses kicked by the Dolphins, like right before their break, I think that defense just got together and said, Fuck the offense. Fuck the special teams. Whatever. We're going to win games. And I think that they stepped up yesterday and showed that. So uh, they're going to want that revenge game against the 49ers. They might have some defensive touchdowns, some pick sixes or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, seven and a half is is definitely a lot. I would have liked the four, but uh, keep an eye on that. I think the Rams have a big revenge game this week. Yeah, and I think the way that thing's moving this quickly, it probably even gets to eight or maybe eight and a half. I'm going to wait it out because that's just too many points. I, I know the 49ers are bad, but I think they can at least keep this a touchdown competitive. So I'm waiting this one out uh, with that big of a line uh, and then the Rams coming on a short week. I'm looking at probably leaning the 49ers here. Yeah, at seven and a half, I'm inclined to agree with you, Sex Panther. It seems like a touch too many. The Rams like to keep it close. They don't like to blow teams out of the water necessarily. So it's seven and a half. And if the indications, I'm looking at this. 
Uh, Bet365 says seven, minus seven and a half, paying minus 115. That's, uh, you know, right before it's going to shift to eight. So we'll see if that gets to eight. And yeah, I think that becomes then a bet on San Francisco. All right. Rich, you good? I'm good, my man. All right. All the early NFL lines, a quick Thanksgiving preview. But Max, that's it. That is it. Support degeneracy by buying our T-shirts, buying our hats. Christmas is right around the corner, guys. Christmas, get your Christmas presents. That's what Rich is doing. Rich is just stocking up on Moneyline Mafia stuff to give out to his whole family. Every single member of Rich's family is going to be wearing absolute degeneracy gear for Christmas. We should get an ugly Christmas sweater. There you go. Head over to Absolute Degeneracy. Go to the DGEN shop to make sure you buy those things for your loved ones. Download the DGEN's app for Android iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. You can listen to us on that app or on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Amazon Podcast, Google Pod, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Podsell, iHeartRadio. No matter what you listen to that, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Rich, final words. It's really not a whole lot to bet on today, but the MLS is in season with their playoffs tonight. So I have a, a home team catching a plus line that I'll put up there for you. Also, you have the UEFA Championships League today and tomorrow with a lot, a lot of games going on. I did a loose change i think six or 17 parlay i'll post a picture of it online they probably all won't win but at least i would expect you know more than half of them will so um make sure you tell your friends about us on twitter on facebook or instagram if they're itching to have something to bet on today let them know that the football guru has his picks out there today they're gonna have to register and so forth panther i can tell by your um, disappearing act that you're on the road so uh, take us on no, that disappearing act was actually my fat thumb accidentally hitting the red button on StreamYard. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's going to be a slow day. Not a lot out there. I'm paying attention. I'm really getting excited for basketball coming, so uh, keeping track of all those trades and, and acquisitions. But uh, you guys know the deal. We're hanging out on the website. We're hanging out on the app. Usually your source for breaking news. We, we come across whatever's happening out there in the sports world pretty quick. But uh, get on there. Let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.